Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. Over the last year, fear has been a huge part of our lives and understandably so. For the last 12 months, we've all been living with restrictions on our lives that have been based around the very rational fear of living through the coronavirus pandemic. This fear was quite rational in the sense that if it weren't for the steps that we have taken, there was a genuine fear that many people would become ill and many would likely die as the health services were overwhelmed and as the pandemic took hold. Of course, many of, for, for many, the pandemic has also affected not only our physical health, but also our mental health. And the way that, and has and impacted the way that we live in every area of our lives. Fear and anxiety have played a significant part of our lives over the last few months. But here is the issue, that the scars of fear go deep within us. As we look towards the end of a lockdown, as a roadmap has now been announced so that we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, we may emerge from the crisis but the scars of fear within us will still remain. However, as we follow Jesus, we are called not to live our lives defined by fear. But let's be honest for a moment. That's easier said than done. Ultimately, we are all human and fear is a natural human instinct. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to take some time to think and reflect about fear and look at how, as we live as Jesus's followers in the world today, in the wake of a pandemic, how do we step out of fear and walk fearlessly with God once again? Today we're going to think about a well-known verse that will be known to many of us from Isaiah 41 together as we start to think about how we can move beyond fear together. So if you've got your Bibles with you and you'd like to turn to Isaiah 41, um, please do grab them now. Alternatively, the words will appear on the screen so you can follow as we look at this uh, passage together. And always, as always, um, please do remember that the sermon notes are available as well in the church hub. Just go to the resources section and there'll be a, a link there saying latest sermon notes. And you can um, find the, the sermon notes there for your home group or to reflect on the sermon further as well. But let's listen to these words from Isaiah 41. And we're going to start at verse 8 and read through to verse 10. But you, Israel, my servant Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth, from its furthest corners I called you. 
I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Before we go any further, let's take a moment just to pray that God would speak to us this morning. Lord God, we thank you that as we've already heard, you are the God of all comfort. You are the God who is present with us. And so Lord, in this moment, we open ourselves up to your presence. We thank you for your word. We thank you for who it what it reveals of you. But Lord, as we look at this passage now, we pray that it would not just be words on a screen, but that your spirit would move, that your, your presence might be known, that we might hear and know what you have to say to us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We all know what it is like to face fear. Like I say, fear is a natural human instinct. Whether it's a fit, the fear of the monster under the stairs when you were growing up, or fear of an unknown medical diagnosis or a procedure that we're waiting to have, whether it's a fear of spiders or a fear for a loved one's well-being, whatever it may be, whatever shape it might take, however big or small, however rational or irrational, if you are human, you know what it is like to face fear. However, fear loses some of its power when we don't face it alone. Thinking of a child that is fearful, they are comforted as their parent comes to them and comforts them. Facing a medical issue is daunting, but it's always comforting and reassuring to know that we have people who will face it with us and care for us and support us whatever we have to face. Being together with others doesn't defeat the fear. We still have to face that fear that scares us, but we are strengthened and able to move beyond that fear with the love and the care and the support of those around us. Today, as we've heard this passage from Isaiah 41, we have heard the wonderful promise that Isaiah speaks to God's people. Do not fear, God says, for I am with you. In God, we find the ultimate companion to face our fears with. He does not necessarily remove the fear from our, that we are facing but he enables us to continue to live through and to move beyond that fear. So this morning we're going to take a few moments to think about how we can know God's presence, that we might be able to move beyond the grip of fear and live our lives together with him that our fears may not overcome us. And the first way that we can know God's presence with us is by remembering our true identity. 
The context of this passage is that Isaiah is speaking to the people of Judah and preparing them and encouraging them as he sees that they are going to be defeated and taken into exile. As Isaiah looks to see what the future holds for God's people and before he tells them to not fear, he reminds them of who they are. He reminds them of who of their identity as descendants of Jacob and Abraham, that they are God's servants, that they have been on a journey with him throughout the generations. He reminds them how God loves them and he has promised them to not only, to not only bless them as, their, as his people, but also to be a blessing to the whole world through them. Before Isaiah says, do not be afraid, he affirms the identity of his people. Embracing our identity can be a challenging thing to do. A few months ago, I was in a situation where I was having to communicate with a whole lot of clever professionals, whom, many of whom I could have quite possibly just seen me as being the annoying person outside who doesn't really know what he's talking about. As a result, I started to doubt and to question whether what I thought and what I shared and what I thought we should be doing and saying was actually the right thing at all. Maybe I just needed to be quiet in that moment and defer to the professionals. I remember one conversation with one of these professionals who effectively said to me as I apologised if, if I was speaking out of turn or if I was being annoying, they said to me, don't worry about it. You are the minister. You, if you think this needs to be said, if you think this needs to be done, then it needs to be said and it needs to be heard. I'd forgotten that although there may have been many other professionals in that conversation, God had placed me in that conversation for that moment to speak up and to share what I saw just as other people were sharing what they saw. For a moment, I had lost sight and lost confidence in being who I ultimately knew I was. As I reflected on this conversation, it struck me how often do we let our fear and the circumstances that surround us define our view of ourselves rather than let who we are as the people of God define the situation that we are facing. Whether it's a situation that we maybe deem that's not, that we say, think is too complicated for us uh, to, uh, to really be able to understand, or maybe it's a situation that we feel unable to control and to influence, or maybe we are facing something that requires resources that we just don't have. These are all rational perceptions to observe, but they don't tell the whole picture. As we open our minds, as we see that bigger picture, we see that it's not just about what I understand. Rather, 
It's about what I understand as the person who has been created in the image of God, the God who created the entirety of the universe. Nothing is too complicated for him and I am his and you are his. Nothing is too complicated for you. When facing fear, you might not be able to control all the different factors that are at work in whatever it is that you are facing that is causing you to be fearful. But Isaiah wants you to know that you are a servant of God, who, the God who gives authority to kings and rulers. Nothing is beyond his control and influence and you are his. Your identity is found in him. You are on a journey with him as one of his people and he is for you and he is with you. You might be lacking resources, yet you are a child of God, the God who promises to give abundantly to those who love him and seek to follow him and ask him for what they need. If you are feeling fearful today, please know that you are not insignificant. You are more than the sum of your fears. The situations that are causing you to be fearful, the situations that you are facing may seem terrifying and overwhelming, but you are a child of God. God has called you and given you a purpose. God has brought you on the journey this far. And he isn't going to leave you now. God has chosen you and not rejected you. What a wonderful scripture that is in verse 9 of Isaiah 41. God has chosen you and not rejected you. However you are feeling today, please can I encourage you to hear that message. Whether you've been around at church for a long time or whether this is your first time ever engaging with any church at all, whether you know how fearful and anxious you have been over the last year or whether today you're just feeling relatively calm in the midst of the storm around us, this message remains true for each and every one of us. God has chosen you and not rejected you. May we all hear those words and let them speak to the core of our identity this morning. God has not rejected me, but he has chosen me. As we come to know and embrace our identity, this also changes the reality of the situation that we are facing. Isaiah starts verse 10 with that simple word, so. In other words, so because of who you are, because of the journey that we've been on together, because I have chosen you and not rejected you, because of all that, do not fear for I am with you. God doesn't tell us that because of all who we are, everything will work out all right in the end. God doesn't promise 
to take away all the situations that we are fearful of because of who we are. But instead, he promises to be with us. And because he is with us, we need not fear. This reminds me of the psalmist in uh, Psalm 139, where he says this, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Because we are God's, because our identity is in him, he is faithful and he will not leave us or let us down. God is committed to you. No matter what you are facing, no matter how you are feeling, you can continue to move forward even in the face of all your fears. And you can do so because God is present with you. Over the last few months, many have known what it feels like to be alone, to be isolated and to be cut off from loved ones. I know what that has felt like myself. Instead of speaking to a building full of people this morning and over the last few weeks, I've instead found myself speaking to a camera instead. Instead of facing challenges together, it's often felt like we've had to face those challenges alone because we haven't been able to gather together as we usually would. And of course, there are those who feel like they don't have anyone to call on. People who have gone weeks or even months without having another person to speak to. Either because they just don't know who they can call or they haven't been able to see people because of the fears that they have for their health and their own well-being. This message has never been more appropriate than now. Our fears and our circumstances will all be different for each and every one of us, but no matter how we are feeling today, we can all know that we are not alone. Even when we feel cut off and isolated, God is there with us in the midst of it all. He understands how we feel. He sees what we are facing and he is present with us in it all. There is no situation that is too dark for God and we see him prove this through Jesus. Before Jesus came to save us, our relationship with God had been damaged and there was nothing that we could do to restore it. As a result, we were in a pretty helpless state. It was dark, there was no future, there was no hope. There was plenty to be fearful of. However, as Jesus came, he, came, he joined us in that brokenness and the mess and the sinfulness of our world and he came to give us hope. For ultimately, he went to a, a place where there was no hope he, as he was nailed to the cross and died 
that we might be saved from experiencing that reality for ourselves. Even when death, uh, even when facing death, we can know with confidence that we are not alone. For Jesus is there with us and he has overcome the grave that even death cannot have a hold on us anymore. Even after his death and resurrection, Jesus is still present with us. He did not rise again and then just leave us on our own, but he sent his spirit to come and dwell within us that we might know his presence, the presence of the living and the resurrected son of God at work in our lives today. This morning, I don't know what you are facing, but my prayer is that you would know the presence of God with you today. And as you know his presence, may you turn to him that you may truly know that he is there for you in the midst of whatever it is that you are facing this morning. As we become aware of God's presence with us, we also become aware of his strength. And his strength is able, uh, is, enables us to face whatever fears we are facing today. Facing fear alone is scary. It's better, as we said earlier, to face fear together, but it's even better when we know we've got some backup to call up on. I know if I was to in a situation where I might be fearful for my own personal safety, I'd feel a lot more comfortable to look behind me and see a couple of bodyguards there who could back me up if I needed it. Or if I was facing a medical procedure, I'd be a lot more or a lot less fearful knowing that uh, I'm not just going to be treated by any Tom, Dick and Harry, but instead I'm going to be seeing a highly trained, talented physician who's going to be treating me and helping me through this process. Not only does God promise to be with us, but he also promises to be our backup. God says to his people in this passage, I've got your back. Not only will he be present with us, not only will he make himself known in the fear that we are facing, but he will strengthen us and uphold us. Fear can have many effects on us. And one of the key drivers of fear is a doubt about our ability to cope with what is ahead of us. However, because of who we are, God has promised that he is with us. I want to tell you today that no fear can overcome you. Fear cannot win for we, can, for we have the strength of God upholding us and sustaining us through all the trials and all the difficulties and all the anxieties that we face. And so in this moment, can I encourage us all to look beyond the fear that we are facing? As we look beyond it, can we see the strength of God, the God who promises to back us up in all that life throws at us? 
And may we know that he is more than able to uphold us for nothing, not even death, can overpower our God. We will all face fear, not least over the last year. We will all know what it is like to have embraced, uh, to experienced fear. The scars of fear run deep, but fear does not need to define us. We can live beyond fear because God promises to be with us. His strength upholds us and we might, that we might be able to emerge through the fear and find the life that Jesus offers to us on the other side. We will all face fear, but we do not need to face that fear alone. God is with you and together you can know the confidence, with confidence, that fear has been defeated and it will never have the final word. Let's pray together. Lord God, as we think about this passage this morning, I'm conscious that for many of us, it's a live topic. For many of us, we're all too conscious of some of the fears that we hold. And so, Lord, first of all, we give our fears over to you. We lay them at your feet. We acknowledge them and we come before you. Lord, as we acknowledge our fears, Lord, we pray this morning that we would see again our true identity, that we are your servants, that we are your children, that you love us and you promise to be with us. You have brought us this far and you're not going to leave us now. And Lord, may we once again hear and know and let that identity sink into our very beings. And Lord, as we remember our identity, we open ourselves to you. Lord, we know that you have not, that you have not left us. You are present with us and so we say, come Holy Spirit, come make your presence known in our lives. Fill us again with your presence, we pray. May we know your strength upholding us in the fears that we are facing. Lord God, at all times, in all ways, May we know that you are with us, that you are for us, and that nothing can overcome us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.